Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for July 2nd, 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled Level Up With The Word. Why? Because I believe that this is a season of new levels for us, for where we can level up, where God has declared new levels, where God has declared the grace is available for you to level up, make increase, progress, advancement, acceleration in every area, in every facet of your life. And you're not doing it out of the sweat of your brow. And you're not doing it with human power, human ability, human strength. No, you're doing it by the grace of God because God has declared it. You believe it. You receive it. That means that grace is made available. God has provided the grace. Now you are providing the faith. Faith is something you say, something you do, a seed you sow based on something that you believe God has revealed. So God is saying new levels, and this is a season of new levels for us. It's time for us to level up. How are we going to level up? We're going to level up with the word. All right, so that said, I've been teaching a series on leveling up with the word from the parable of the sower. Uh, before I get into the message, though, let me just say this real quick, uh, because this is the 4th of July weekend. Uh, my, uh, my son, Joshua, my, my third child, um, Joshua was born on July 6th, but we're going to celebrate his birthday this weekend. So if you know my son, just say, hey, happy birthday, Joshua. He's turning 15 and we thank God for him. And, you know, of course, we celebrate all of our children. So we thank God for him. And and uh, I'm excited about this weekend and I'm going to get to spend a whole lot of time with some teenagers this weekend. So pray for us. Praise God. All right. So let's go ahead and get ready for the word. All right. So in the parable of the sower, we've been going line by line, line by line, precept by precept. I want to go back to that parable again this morning with a, a message entitled, Check Your Heart Daily. As a born again, blood-bought believer, you are watching this video because you love God and you want to become the man, the woman that God called you to be. Guess what? We need to check our hearts on a daily basis. Let's talk about it. In the parable, the Bible says, Mark chapter four, beginning at verse 13, the farmer is like someone who takes God's word and, and the word is seed and the seed is the word and he sows it down inside of people. Now, sometimes the seed falls along the side of the road and that's like the people that hear the word of God, but their understanding is unfruitful. They don't understand it. So Satan comes immediately and snatches away the word that was sown in their heart. Other people are like the seed that's planted on rocky ground. These are the people that say, hey, amen, pastor. They high five their neighbor. They get super excited. But as soon as trouble comes or persecution comes because of the word that they receive, they quick to give up. Other people are like the, the, the seed that's planted on thorny weeds. These are the people that hear the word of God, but they've allowed their lives to become full of other things. The other things that Jesus talked about are the cares of this world, the love of money, and everything else they want, selfish desires. These other things grow up like weeds, and the weeds choke out the word, and the word doesn't work in their lives. There's no harvest. And then other people are like good ground. Say good ground. Say I'm good ground. All right. Good ground. Yes. Yes. I'm going to talk about you here in a minute when you said I'm good ground. Uh, but yes, you say I'm good ground. These are the people that hear the word of God. They receive it. And then the word produces sometimes 30 times more, sometimes 60 times more, and sometimes a hundred times more. So as I'm wrapping up the series and uh, I'm going to wrap it up next week, I'm kind of starting to close today. Um, I was led to go down this road of checking your heart daily. You're going to see what I mean. So what does this mean for you today? I have four things to share with you in this morning, so let's go get into them. You ready? All right, number one, look at me. Hearing from God is not a one-time 
event. Hearing from God is not a one-time event. Now, I dealt with this already, this concept of you have to hear, but then continually hear in the book, in the book uh, that I just wrote, Level Up Your Life. And so if you have the book, you're going to get to that point where I'm talking about hearing from God, how it's not a one-time event. And what I did was I used um, Abraham as an example. But in the book, I'm just going to give you a quick excerpt from the book. So in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 17 and 18, the Bible says, the Lord is the spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Our faces are not covered. And, and so we all show the Lord's glory and we are being changed to be like him. Now, this change in us brings us more and more glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the spirit. So the apostle Paul, this is straight from the book, quote, the apostle Paul is talking about us beholding the glory of the Lord and then being changed into that very same image. And this is a continual process. The way that Paul explains it, the longer we walk with God, the more that we are changed into his image. I talk about how you become what you behold. So we are beholding his glory. And the more we are exposed to this glory, and the more we gaze into this glory, the more we are changed into that very same glory, we are becoming what we are beholding. And this process should repeat itself today and then for the rest of our lives. But the point that I made is that you cannot just hear from the Holy Spirit one time. It has to be a lifelong journey of hearing and hearing and hearing. And then I used Abraham as an example. So I'm leading to something with my next points about the whole good ground thing. So listen to me. Abraham heard from God, right? The Lord told him, hey, take your son, your only son, even though this was the second son, he said, take your, your son, your only son, the only one I'm recognizing and go and sacrifice him. And so he takes the boy, he goes out and he's like, yo, I'm about to go kill my son. <laughs> and so he takes his son and he goes out and he's ready to do it. He heard from God. He was obedient. He got his son. He got the wood. He got the knife. He got the stuff for the fire. He got everything. He got his servants. And when they got to a certain point, he told them to stay behind and he went with his son. He was ready to do it. He heard from God to kill his son. He was ready to do it, to sacrifice his only son. But then he heard from God again, right when he was about to kill him, right when he raised up the knife, the Lord said, okay, now that I know that you passed the test, you don't have to do it. Don't kill the boy. I provided a ram in the bush. You're going to kill that, that ram and the ram will die in, in, instead of the man. And you know what I'm saying? And so, so that was a whole symbolic thing with Jesus and all of that. But my point is that if he didn't keep hearing from God, he would have killed his son. So you have to hear and then keep hearing. And now this is all going to make sense. And what, what it has to do with the parable of the sower as I go through points two, three, and four. You ready? All right. So my second point, you can be good ground today, but then wayside soil tomorrow. You can be good ground. I said, say I'm good ground. You all say I'm good ground. Yeah. You can be good ground right now, but then wayside ground tomorrow. Let me explain. So, so now that I, I had you to say I'm good ground, you say I'm good ground, but that doesn't mean that you're going to be good ground forever. Maybe you're good ground right now, today, in this moment, you're watching me and you're good ground. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I got it. But let's say that a few days from now, the Holy Spirit speaks to you and he gives you a, a clear word. He gave you a word. He spoke it to you. You are, you clearly received it either directly from the Holy Spirit. He gave you a dream while you were sleeping. He gave you an open vision while you were awake. He sent somebody to release a prophetic word. However, he gave it to you. He directed you to a scripture. Bottom line is God spoke to you and you got it. You got the word. You received it. 
But now you don't understand what that means. Come on. How many times has God said something to you and you're like, well, I don't know what that means, right? So, but you got to hold on to it, right? So now let's say you get a word from God and you don't understand it. Duh, that happens all the time because God's word is, the revelation is progressive. And so the more you walk with God, you're going to understand it as you go. There are many things that after Jesus was gone, the disciples were like, duh, that's what he meant. Oh, I, duh, I got it now, right? So you're going to have those epiphanies all the time with God. Oh, hey, babe, come here for a minute. Remember like four months ago, I told you that God said this? Yeah. And I didn't understand it? No. All right. But guess what? Now I understand it. This is what we're supposed to do. Oh, snap. I didn't know that. Okay. Praise God. But guess what? I had to hold on to it for four months, right? I had to hold on to it. So the wayside soil gets the word, doesn't understand it, but then doesn't meditate on it. Doesn't understand it, but then doesn't hold on to it. Doesn't understand it, but then doesn't like seek God concerning it. So yeah, maybe you don't understand it, but you got to meditate on it. Maybe you don't understand it. You're like, okay, well, let me go to God and say, what do you want me to do with this thing? What do you want me to do with this word? Let's think about it. Let's write it down. Let's put it in this journal. I'm not going to forget about it. I'm going to keep it before my eyes. Maybe I'm going to put it on the vision board. I need to do something to hold on to this word so that God can tell me what I'm supposed to do with it. But if you don't hold on to it and you don't understand it, Satan can come... The Bible says immediately, snatch away the word that was sown in your heart. So yeah, maybe right now you're good ground, but tomorrow you could be wayside soil if you're getting a word that you don't understand and you don't hold on to it and you don't seek understanding and you don't ask God concerning it. And then watch this. You're going to get to heaven one day to find out a lot of people are that God was trying to tell you a bunch of things. And then you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't do anything with that. Why? Because I didn't understand it. I didn't hold on to it. How many times have, have you been somewhere? I mean, like small stuff, like, you know, oh man, you know, they go, you, you go to Home Depot and you're like, I'm looking for this. Oh, well, you know, we just sold the last one and we're not going to get another one for three weeks. And then the Holy Spirit was like, remember this morning? I told you to go to Home Depot this morning. He was like, yeah, my bad. I didn't do it. And so how many times the Lord tells you something? You just ignore it. You don't hold on to it. You have to hold on to the word so you could be good ground. You ready? All right. Number three, you can be good ground today. And rocky ground tomorrow. So what is the what is the rocky ground? Okay, so right now I say, say I'm good ground. You say I'm good ground. Okay, but what about rocky ground? So the parable says that the rocky ground, remember, this these are the people that hear the word of God, but then the word of God, the power of the word attracts opposition. It attracts opposition. So now you got a word from God and you wrote it down and you got excited about it. Remember, these are the people that quickly and gladly accept it. They high five their neighbor. They told, they call their girl, girl, look at what God told me today. Oh my God. And so you told people, matter of fact, you put it on social media. You so excited. You put it on social media. The Lord today, I was in church and the Lord said, you know, blah, 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 blah. And you're all excited about it. You all yet. But then the Bible says that, that Satan, that, that the word attracts opposition. So now trouble comes persecution comes because of the word that you receive. Satan is not just going to stand by and watch you become the man, the woman that God called you to be. Oh, no, no, no. He has a, he gets a vote. And so now what he's going to do is try to stop you. He's going to do why? Because the word that you got from God, he's not after you. He's after the word. You got a word from God. You stood on it. You believe that you, you believe and you received, you decree and you declare, and you took God public and you put it on social media. But now here comes that, that dirty devil and he's going to try to stop you. He's going to try to attack you and he's going to try to get you to give up. And the Bible says that these are people that as soon as trouble comes, as soon as persecution comes, uh oh, they're quick to give up. You can't be a person that's quick to give up for you not to be this person. You got to add. And I've taught a lot on this 
patience to your faith. You got, you have faith, but now you got to have patience. You got to have patient endurance. You got to endure for the long haul so that you can see what God said. I'm going to believe what God said. I'm going to say what God said until I see what God said. And I'm not going to allow what I see to change what I say. I'm not going to allow what I see to change my confession. I'm going to declare, I'm going to call those things which be not as though they were until they become what I said. And I'm going to believe what God said. And I'm going to hold on to it. And no matter what comes, trouble comes, persecution comes, I will never give up. I will never cave in. I will never quit because if I do, I become rocky ground. You got it? So yeah, you could be good ground this moment, rocky ground the next moment. Okay, number four. Last one for today. You could be good ground right now. Say, I'm good ground. Okay, I got you. You could be good ground right now, but then thorny ground. You could be thorny ground another day. What is that thorny ground? Thorny ground. Remember, Jesus said, these are the people that hear the word of God, but they've allowed their lives to become full of other things. The cares of this world, the love of money, everything else they want, selfish desires. So let's talk about it. Let's say you're good ground today, but tomorrow you get a job offer and the job offer is going to take you to another state. And so now you are blessed. You are, you're excited. You're growing. You're connected to an amazing church, amazing community. You, you have a pastor that's teaching you the word of God. You're growing and developing. You have a prophetic voice. You have people that are around you. You have a support system and all of that. But you got offered more money in another state and where, and where they want you to go, you don't, you don't know like, oh, I don't know. I don't, I'm looking for churches. I don't know about that. I don't know where I'm going to be. I don't, I'm not going to have a support system and what they're asking you to do. You're going to be working all the time. They even want you to work on Sundays. They want you to do this and want you to do that, but it's a lot of money. So now what do you do? Okay, fine. I know a lot of people that have ruined their lives chasing money that have ruined their life. You go out there, and I'm not just saying this job offer, it could be a lot of things. And now here you are out there chasing that paper. You're chasing that paper. And so you out there doing that, go ahead. But now you made the decision and the Holy Spirit was like, no, don't go, don't go. I can bless you where you at. I have millions of ways to get you millions of dollars. Don't worry about that. But you're like, no, I got to go get this paper. And so now what happens? It's the love of money. So now you out there chasing stuff. That's the love of money and you're not chasing God and you know that you you ruin. There are going to be people, watch this, that love God, that are born again, that are still going to heaven. And they're going to go to heaven only to realize that they ruin their lives chasing some money and they instead of chasing God. And remember, if you chase God instead of chasing money, God can see to it that money chases you. Okay, that was the, the love of money. Let's talk about the cares of this world. So here you have somebody else that says, I'm good ground today. I'm good ground today. But let's say something happens in this world. Something happens in this world and boom, it happened. And it's on the news and you watch the news and you got consumed with the news. And so now you're like consumed with it. And it's, it's something that happened is very public and it's very like, you know, social and, and society is in an uproar over it. And you get consumed with that thing. And, and, and it's easy to get caught up in it. And so now you're watching the news all the time. And this is the only thing you could talk about. And you're talking about it all the time. And, and no longer are you in the word. No longer are you even praying about stuff. And the Holy Spirit is talking to you. And the Holy Spirit, and, and the Holy Spirit is sending people from your church. Hey, are you okay? Hey, can I talk to you for a minute, bro? Hey, uh, let me holler at you. Are you okay? I haven't seen you in a while. Hey, man, you, you, you guys, you guys just don't understand. This is, man, this is important. This is going, what's going on. And you get caught up. The Bible says in the cares of this world or the worries of this life. And now it's like, cool. I'm not saying that we don't care about society. I'm not saying that you don't care about what's going on down here, but you got to care about more what's going on up there. And, and what's going on up there will inform you on what to do about what's going on down here. Don't ever disconnect yourself from up there because of what's going on down here. So don't get caught up. 
in the cares of this world. And so, so now if you get consumed with that, and yes, there are people that are going to spend their lives doing that too. And, and now they're, they're consumed with something that God never told them to be, to be consumed with. And so now they were good ground before, but they're not good ground right now. They're thorny ground. The last thing in the thorny ground is the lust for other things like selfish desires. So there are people that say, I'm good ground. I'm good ground right now. But what if tomorrow you get caught up with something that you want to do that's in your heart, but God didn't say do it. And so now you get so consumed with that thing that that becomes the singular focus of your life and you're pursuing something that God never told you to pursue. And so now here you are pursuing something, you're going after something, you're dedicated to something and you want to be the best at it. And the whole time the Holy Spirit is saying, you're not supposed to be doing this. And so wouldn't it be a shame for you to get to heaven only to realize that you spent your whole life becoming somebody you were not supposed to be? Wouldn't it be a shame for you to get to heaven only to realize that you spent your whole life perfecting something that you were not even supposed to be doing in the first place? And so now you have allowed your life to become full of other things, selfish desires. Jesus called it the lust for other things. Here I am trying to give them something through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost is telling you, hey son, hey daughter, I want you to do this, but you are consumed with what you want. You are consumed with things that were birthed in your heart and not in God's heart. So at the end of the day, this is what you got to do. You got to search your heart daily. That This whole parable is about searching your heart daily. I want to be good ground. Father, I don't want to be like the, like the wayside soil. If I, don't, if I get a word and I don't understand it, I'm going to hold on to that thing until you give me divine understanding. I'm going to seek understanding. If I get a word, Father, and opposition comes or persecution comes, guess what? I'm going to hold on. I'm going to be, I'm going to add patient endurance to my faith. I'm, I'm going to stand having done all to stand. If, if I get convicted over the fact that I'm pursuing something I'm not supposed to be pursuing, that's part of the cares of this world or selfish desires or even the love of money. No, Father, I'm quick to repent. I'm going to repent and I'm going to turn back to you. And I just want all I want is what you want for me. That's it. I don't want nothing else. All I want is what you want. And believe me, take it from me as I close. And as, as I release you into the 4th of July weekend, look at me, please, please look at me. I'm a Dominican kid from Brooklyn. I'm already punching above my weight. I'm already, I've already exceeded every dream I had as a kid. And God is, is revealing to me all the time that I'm just getting started. So listen, live the life that God wants. Please, 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 please die to self, die to sin, die to selfishness, live God's dream for your life. You cannot outdream God. God's dream is better than your dream. God's plans are better than your plans. Please give yourself over to God. Trust God. Trust God and you will live an amazing life. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, this is a season of leveling up for me. In order for me to level up daily, I must check my heart daily. So, Father, I come to you on a daily basis and I ask you to search me through and through. I yield to the impulses of the Holy Spirit. I submit to what you have to say. I don't have anything in my life that is more important than you. I don't have any desire that will ever trump your desire for me. All I want is what you want for me. Nothing more, nothing less. I declare that I will allow myself to be led of your spirit every second of every day. 
And my heart is always ready to repent if I'm ever going astray. Living this way, I can boldly declare, greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. Click on the red, uh, red subscribe button to get my notes. Don't you want my notes? You get all my notes for free. Go to todaysword.org. Click on that subscribe button. Put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes for free. Listen, go into this day, go into this 4th of July weekend, knowing that you got to check your heart on a daily basis. Maybe you're good ground right now, but that doesn't mean you're going to be good ground forever. You got to check your heart every day to make sure that you're good ground. Last thing I'll say as I release you into the weekend, check this out. So I build in project in the Dominican Republic. Uh, uh, we just did the second floor concrete and the walls are about to go up. This is a blessed project. If you want to get in on it, if you want some of that blessing, go to ripministries.org, make a donation. All your donations are tax deductible in the United States. I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing 4th of July weekend. God bless you. I'll see you on Monday because Monday is the 5th and, and I know some people are going to be off, but some people are working. So I'm still going to do a message on Monday. So for those of you that want a message on Monday, I'll see you on Monday morning. God bless you.